Hello and welcome to the audiobook for the fantasy science fiction series titled The Hypocrite, written by Oga Paul Oga. I am your narrator by name, Oga Paul Oga. Prologue Falderan Safario had one chance to save the world. He only hoped that his missile would not blow up in his face. He stood tall atop one of Samora's barren hills. His silhouette etched against the fiery canvas of the early morning sky. His skin was pale from years of living as a hermit. A mane of untamed fiery red hair cascaded like molten lava down his shoulders, matching the intensity of his fervent nature, earning him the moniker Faldiran the Fire. He stared at the brightening sky with a fanatical gleam in his eyes, muttering a prayer under his breath. Clad in tattered, weathered leather garments adorned with symbols of his cult's beliefs, he seemed a figure from an ancient prophecy, destined to reshape the world through his unyielding faith. With each step, the ground trembled beneath his sandaled feet, as if the very earth recognized the force that stood upon it. Falderan Sefario was the chosen one of the children of the sun, the esoteric sect of rebels who held the firm belief that the ancestry of alchemists had cursed the sun with dark and forbidding arts in ages past. They alleged that the alchemists wanted to dominate the world and plunge humanity into an endless cycle of suffering under the dome's tyranny. The ancient law told them that only the sun seekers could break this curse and free the sun from its shackles and consider themselves the chosen ones with the sacred duty to heal the desolate wasteland and bring life to the parched earth beyond the dome with the sun's benevolent rays. To do this, they had secured the Aurora Realis, a mysterious relic that could alter space-time according to the desires of the wielder. They thought it could restore the sun's original temper and rebalance the world, ushering in a new era of harmony and prosperity. Under the early morning sky, the barren hill of Samora was bathed in a dull, warm glow, as if nature itself conspired to witness the audacious act about to unfold. Falderan, flanked by his trusted lieutenants, Joran and Amina, gazed at the crude missile they had cobbled together from the meager resources at their disposal. The shoddy construction raised doubts in Falderan's mind, but he couldn't allow doubt to undermine their mission. With the fate of the Children of the Sun hanging in the balance, Falderan's authoritative voice resonated, giving the order to ready the missile. We'll launch at sunrise, the perfect moment for the realis to drink of the sun's power and dial back this reality, he declared. His words tinged with both hope and determination. As they worked, a mix of fervor and trepidation engulfed them. Their creation was no work of art. It was a patchwork of salvaged parts, held together by a delicate thread of hope. He felt his heart pound on his resolve, waver. He knew that the slightest miscalculation could turn this daring endeavor into a nightmare. Yet he pushed aside his fears, for failure was not an option. In a ballet of expertise, Joran carefully inspected the warhead, while Amina reinforced the missile's frame. Their meticulousness and determination like shields guarded against the dark cloud of doubt that threatened to engulf them. As the fuse was finally lit, the barren hillside seemed to hold its breath 
as the trio hurriedly retreated from the priming projector, anticipating the moment of truce. The missile soared noisily, escaping its harnesses and crackling like a shooting star into the sky towards the dawn, like a prayer launched towards the heavens, and the trio held their breath, hoping beyond hope that their creation would strike true. The sun seekers were the torchbearers of hope, champions of a brighter future on a noble mission. Their fiery leader, Faldiran, the fire, embodied their unwavering determination. He believed that by using the power of the realis, they could escape from the shadows of the past and change the course of history. They faced danger and uncertainty at every step, but they would not be deterred. The stakeholders and the alchemists saw them as threats, trying to crush their rebellion and keep their grip on power. But they were the harbingers of change, warriors of light against the shadows. For Faldiran and his followers, this was a battle of faith and destiny. Faldiran Sefario was born into the shadows of the city sinks, where the forgotten souls of society dwelled. Beneath the towering spires of opulence and prosperity, he grew up in a labyrinth of dimly lit passages, a stark contrast to the luxurious dwellings of the privileged few. The social structure was an unyielding pyramid, with the affluent and the elites living in splendor, while those in the city sinks toiled in squalor. The chasm of inequality seemed insurmountable, leaving the downtrodden to fend for themselves amidst the oppressive weight of poverty and despair. The sun seekers were driven by the conviction that only they knew how to unlock the sun's true potential. They sacrificed everything, fought formidable foes, and risked their lives, but they never gave up, united by the hope that one day they would see their dream come true. A world where the sun's radiant embrace would heal not only the land, but also the hearts and spirits of all who lived under its glow. This was their birthright, and they would never surrender in their quest for a new dawn. They felt a tremendous burden on their shoulders as they waited for the final moment. Then a deafening blast broke the silence, and the dome's barrier cracked open with a thunderous groan, with pieces of burning sky cascading onto the hillside below. A surge of relief swept over Faldiran and his comrades, soothing their weary souls. He lifted the ancient artifact above his head, an orb of glass and gold that shimmered in the morning light. He gazed through its wondrous surface at the broken barrier of the dome, feeling a thrill of excitement. Just a few more seconds, he whispered, his voice full of anticipation. We will see the mother's face for the first time in our lives. Faldiran felt the pain of his people etched deep within his soul. Fueling his passions and his flaws, he witnessed the daily struggle of his fellow city sink dwellers. The harsh realities of a life where hope seemed as distant as the red giant in the sky. The suffering and injustice weighed heavily on his heart, driving him to take bold actions to defy the oppressive system. He knew that some people would call them terrorists, fanatics, or even worse. But he also knew that they had done it for greater cause, for a higher purpose. They had done it for her, for the son. He looked at his comrades who shared his joy and his pain. They had been through so much together. They had become more than friends. They were family. He smiled at them, feeling a surge of gratitude and love. He was glad that he was not alone in this momentous occasion. He looked back at the orb in his hand, feeling its warmth and power. He felt a connection with it, as if it was alive. He wondered what secrets it held, 
what mysteries it could reveal. He wondered what would happen next. He closed his eyes and prayed and held a vision in his heart of a world as he desired it to be, a paradise of peace and love and beauty. He imagined a world where the sun shone brightly, warming the earth and filling it with fire. He imagined a world where the plants grew lush and green, where the flowers boomed in vibrant colors, where the fruits were ripe and sweet. He imagined a world where the animals roamed freely, where the birds sang joyfully, where the fish swam gracefully. He imagined a world where people lived in harmony, where they shared their gifts and talents, where they cared for each other and their environment. He imagined a world where there was no war, no violence, no hatred, no greed. He imagined a world where there was only love, compassion, kindness, and generosity. He imagined a world where he and his comrades could finally rest, where they could enjoy the fruits of their labor, where they could celebrate their victory. He imagined a world where he could see her face, the mother of all, the sun. This was his vision, his dream, his hope. This was what he had fought for, what he had sacrificed for, what he had lived for, what he was prepared to die for. This was what he believed in, what he trusted in, what he prayed for. He opened his eyes and looked at the sky, waiting for the miracle to happen, waiting for the sun to rise. As the final moments ticked away, the barrier of the dome revealed a sight beyond their wildest dreams. The once impenetrable wall now offered a glimpse of the world outside, where the sky spread vast and unbound, the hues of red and gold and other colors, impossible to name, intensified bathing the landscape in a breathtaking display of nature's beauty. Amina gasped, her eyes wide with wonder. Look at it! It's like the paintings from the old books! She exclaimed, pointing at the horizon. Joran, normally stoic, was equally awestruck. He nodded, his voice filled with awe. The universe, he muttered. It lives. As the dome's barrier yielded further, the sun began to peek over the horizon, casting a razor-sharp beam of light over the wasteland. Faldiron's heart swelled with pride, witnessing the reactions of his people. He spoke with a mix of joy and solemnity. We've waited for a lifetime for this moment. Today, we reclaim our birthright as the children of the sun. You've done it, my elder, Amina started to say, but her words were cut short by Fadran's sudden cry of pain. No, no, no! Fadran wailed. He clutched his chest. To his horror, he saw the breach in the dome's barrier begin to close. It seemed as if the dome itself was repairing the damage, undoing their momentary triumph. Amina and Joran exchanged bewildered glances, unable to comprehend the sudden reversal. What's happening? Amina asked, her voice trembling with fear. Their awe and jubilation gave way to panic as the barrier closed, as the dome began healing itself, cutting off their view of the naked morning. In less than a moment, it was as though there was never a hole in the sky. Fadiron clenched his fists, feeling the crushing weight of betrayal. This can't be mere coincidence. There's sinister magic at work here, orchestrated by those who seek to keep us imprisoned in darkness. Before they could process the magnitude of their predicament, the sky filled with ominous buzz of drones. The NIU forces had arrived. 
swarming like a dark cloud, seeding off any chance of escape. The armed drones surrounded the trio, their mechanical eyes fixed on them with a cold, unyielding gaze. A voice boomed from the drone speakers. Farwan Safario, Amina Amana, and Jorandu Kui. Used and charged with the treasonous endangerment of the human species, a crime punishable only by death. Falduran's heart sank, but he refused to let fear weaken his spirit. He did this for the future of humanity, for freedom, he declared defiantly as he was led away. In that case, I am glad to inform you that you are free to explain yourself to the alchemist. The voice said mockingly, I hear he loves a good explanation. Falduran felt a chill run down his spine as he heard that name. Aruna Adonis, the alchemist, was the most powerful and feared man in the world. One of the masterminds behind the dome and its curse. Thank you very much. In the next episode, we shall be reading the first chapter of the book, which is titled The Dilemma. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, leave a message, goodbye.